0: are remarkable beings. The power of your spoken word creates vast universes to be enjoyed in varying dimensions. The images of your imagination, when focused upon with purposeful intention, shifts the whole of the universe into alignment with your spiritual prototype. Even the feeling energy resonating from your soul serves to attract or repel your embedded subconscious and conscious beliefs, desires, and conditions, expectations. As creative energy in solidified form, that which you truly are is never static, always operating within an ever-expanding forward motion of energy. You are extremely remarkable beings with the remarkable power Ability to take a deep breath and affirm. Today I choose to become all I can be by releasing all that I am and all that I was. Today I choose to create and live as my divine potential free of limited beliefs and past judgments. Today I choose to renew my consciousness in oneness with presence and the loving embrace of all of all this divine potential affords. Today I choose to live as a new me, renewed in the joy of life and the boundless grace of the divine. You are extremely remarkable beings, because you know, as you affirm, Lord. You are profoundly remarkable, so profoundly remarkable that that's what you can do. And the reality is you have to ask yourself, are you willing to affirm that? Are you just willing to affirm that? And we're not asking you to answer this question out loud, but to at least ask it internally and allow whatever answer to come forward. It's only going to be your soul that needs to hear it, and the only answer is yes or no. Yes, I am willing, willing, or no, I am not. Now, yes, it's Easter morning, and shortly, we're going to discuss some of the more traditional meanings of the Easter season and how that relates to our awareness and practice of spiritual principle. But for right now, we wanted to bring forward the significance of the Easter season just for you, the individual. As Easter is about rebirth, renewal, and new life. The intention which seems to get clouded over during the Easter season, even in some of our New Thought churches and centers, is that in order for a rebirth to occur, in order for new life to be expressed, for renewal to come forward, even when the individual is willing to embrace all that newness within their journey, their first Has to be a willingness to let go, to die to the old, to release all that we were. This process of releasing what we physically are in order to become what we are spiritually becoming was shared in scripture when the master teacher was in the Garden of Gethsemane. And the experience Jesus had in the Garden of Gethsemane just prior to his arrest and subsequent crucifixion was his true defining moment. This was the moment he actually became the Christ. He moved into a consciousness of energy that we call the Christ Self. As his ego self fully gave way to his pure spiritual essence. He had made that divine surrender, fully giving his mind, his heart, his body, soul over to source energy. And in the surrender, any and all sense of separation from God itself was dissolved. And up until that point, there was no no doubt that the human egoic egoic Jesus was struggling with the energy of what we call the Christ. In Luke 22, it's written and that in being in agony, agony, he was praying very fervently, and his sweat became like drops of blood, falling down upon the ground. So this passage, this drop, these drops of blood, are a metaphor. And they're depicting the fact that Jesus was deeply enmeshed in fear. And who can blame? Who can blame him? He knew what was about to happen. And this was an understandable reaction for any human to have. Yet This is also where the human gave way to the divine. And Jesus stepped into the energy of the consciousness of Christ. And if we read the rest of the story, we notice from the moment Jesus made this divine surrender to the moment of his crucifixion, fear, anxiety, uncertainty, were are no longer a part of his reality. Even as he stood before Pilate, When asked if he was the king of the Jews. His response was not someone coming from fear. He calmly said, it is as you say." He had no need to argue, deny, or defend. This was his idea. This was the moment of his true identity coming forward to be realized. And he knew who he really was. As an expression of source energy. As an expression Pilate said he was just didn't matter. From the place of divine knowing, only peace, harmony, and oneness, with creative energy remains as his experience. Everyone has had those moments within our journey where we're kind of experiencing our own garden of sentiment. You know, kind of sweating bullets. At a moment we're faced, when we're faced with that difficulty, that challenge, when we know that the only way to completely transform the circumstance is by completely transforming our consciousness. By letting go of all that we thought was, all that things needs to be and simply say, in this moment, I release. And I allow the energy, the essence, the love of presence to come forward and do all that it desires to do. Allow myself by being willing to allow our humanity to give way to our divinity, to step back to our oneness, we begin the process of renewal. The story of the Garden of Gethsemane is when Jesus experienced his own renewal of spirit, his renewal with source. It is a story which leads us to the supposition that as we renew our sense of oneness with presence, we experience our own evolution, Consciousness, our own rebirth of our own divinity, and that's when all things are made possible, all things are made new. And that, the remarkable spiritual beings, that is the gift of renewal. Just the title of my lesson this Gift of Renewal. So we have a little parable for you. It doesn't involve any rabbits or anything. Parable is about three doctors, three guys, do- excuse me, three, three guys, three, three people. <coughs> excuse me, and that these three people die, and they, they wind up at the early days. And the two people are two doctors and an HMO manager. And one doctor steps forward and says to St. Peter, you know, as a pediatric surgeon, I saved hundreds of children. So St. Peter lets her enter. And the next doctor says, as a psychiatrist, I help thousands of people live better lives. And St. Peter said, lets him go right in. And the last fellow says, well, you know, I was an HMO manager, and I got countless families' cost, families cost-effective health insurance. St. Peter says, okay, you can enter, but you can only stay three days. After that, you can go to hell. And so the moral to our story is the effects of our journey are merely a reflection of that which we practice that which we believe which we, feel, which we affirm ourselves to be. In the Science of Mind Dr. Holmes wrote this, he said to practice the presence of God is to awaken within us the Christ consciousness. Christ is died in the soul of man. The resurrection is the death of the belief that we are separated or any of Divine Minds' gifts. So you see, the resurrection isn't something that happened well over 2,000 years ago. Rather, the resurrection is going on continually. It occurs when we choose to lift our consciousness beyond the physical world and align it with all the potential and power of the Christ consciousness within us. It occurs when we claim our divine inheritance and know and affirm ourselves as the remarkable spiritual beings we have come to this journey. Remember what Paul wrote in the book of Romans. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Resurrection takes place here and now in all who conform their lives to the spiritual law under which this direction works resurrection is the spirit of life, eternally expressing as you. Of course, for the spirit of life to be resurrected, something has to give way to this world. A release has to unfold so that new life, that new energy can come forward and be expressed as the newness of the divine. So, what do we give up? Well, nothing really. You don't give up anything important. You give up past give up old ideas, old beliefs. You give up self-doubt and judgment. You give up those things that no longer serve you. And by giving it up, it doesn't mean that you're just not going to talk about it. It means you're not going to think about it either. But how can that be? We all know, the psychologists tell you, the moment somebody tells you, you can't have chocolate cake. You're going to want some chocolate cake. This is when we begin the process. This is how we begin the release. By focusing on that pure energy, that pure light, that pure God that you have come to this journey to be, you begin reinforcing what you know your truth as, as opposed to what you lived your past as. And that's how that release process begins. Norman Vincent Hill wrote, The more you lose yourself something lose yourself in something bigger than yourself, the more energy you will have. The more you lose yourself in the truth of your remarkable nature, the more you will lose yourself in your divinity. The more you lose yourself in the in your alignment with the grace and love of presence, the more energy, creativity, freedom, and boundless ease you will have. How do you lose yourself in your divinity. You begin that process by letting everything else go. You begin that process by saying, today, right now, today, I am only going to focus on those thoughts and ideas that affirm I am energy and individualized. Form. You follow that up with some prayer, some meditation. You follow that up with a practitioner. Great. You follow that up by recognizing you started out with a great intention for the day. Today I choose. Today I choose. What follows that? It's not the affirmations you stated in the morning. Start again. Start again. Nobody's keeping score if somewhere along the way you didn't think positive all day. Nobody's going to come forward and say, Not going to happen for you. You start over. You give yourself the gift of forgiveness. You give yourself the gift to know every moment is filled with that divine potential and possibility. Therefore, every moment is the opportunity to start anew. So it's okay if we don't get it all the time, but we want to start process. You know, this morning we had two exercises, two spiritual exercises that we did. We did a deep guided meditation, and then we did a symbolic release of what people wanted to let go of. We attached that to balloons, and we watched it sail off. Thank God. That one year we didn't have enough balloons, we wound up having to carve that time for you to work with your divinity. You have to carve that time in your busy schedule because you're also busy people. You have to carve that time to do that symbolic gesture to the universe. And that can look like floating a balloon. That can look like burning a piece of paper. That can look like Simply doing nothing other than taking the time to affirm and meditate on your oneness with Source. It doesn't have to be a full hour. It can be as simple as you want it to go. But you want to start this process somewhere along the way. And you want to develop this willingness to let it all go. That negative self-chatter. That doubt that we come up with. Well, you know, I've lived with my past for quite some time. I don't know if I can let it go. I've lived with these fears for a while. I don't know if I can let it go. I don't have an example. You know, I did some research on this subject, and I decided I broke out my little red-letter Bible. Who knows what I'm talking about? Yeah. Right? I broke out my little red-letter Bible, and as I researched what I couldn't find in anything in that red-letter Bible, at no point in time could I find a verse where Jesus said, let me tell you about my past. Let me tell you about my family. We were so poor, I was born in a, in a mansion, in a barn. He never said that. It's always focusing on power in the moment. So we have an example to follow. The question is, are we going to follow? The question becomes, are we going to allow ourselves follow this master or one other, this master, teacher, or one other, and begin to say, okay, I know what I need to do. What I need to do is focus on my divinity. I need to focus on what my true purpose in this journey is. I came across something Joseph Campbell said. It was wonderful. Joseph Campbell said, I don't believe people are looking for the meaning of life as much as they are looking for the experience of being alive. I don't believe people are looking for the meaning of life as much as they are looking for the experience of being alive. don't know where I got that. It was on Facebook last week. It was fabulous. I can use that on Sunday. How can you have that experience of being alive if you're weighted down with all the baggage? See, the purpose for this journey is to live in that constant sense of newness, to live in that constant state of potential. To express and, and live life lovingly, joyfully, filled with laughter. And know that even in all that laughter and joy, it's going to have its ups and downs. There are going to be those moments when you're in the garden, sweat and blood. But there's something within you that's quite remarkable. Something within you that allows you just be, and know that what's ever going on in the garden is temporary and is by no means by no means more powerful than you are. That's the purpose. That's the meaning. mean not that. You begin living independently. Independently of what was creating things that make you laugh, joyful experiences. Begin to speak your word and shift the universe. Begin to visualize. Create multiple dimensions. What do you want to create today? You know, it's hard to let go, or excuse me, it's hard to create something new when our focus is entirely on. Say I want to create something new, but we're focusing on what was, what we've lived through, what has gone before. It is a sure bet what we're going to manifest in the next moment. In the, exact replica of the, yesterday. the universe is ready for your news. But are you willing to express it? Are you willing to let go of what was? I think you are. We really do think you are. But if you're not, Why we have practitioners that why reiki is being offered. That's why there's the sacred evil You have to set that intention and begin moving out of even the activity of what you used to do. Robert Ubersoll, excuse me, Unersole wrote this. It's so wise. He says, We live in a time of taller buildings but shorter timbers, wider freeways, but narrower. Points higher income but lower morals, more knowledge but less wisdom, fancier houses but broken homes. We have conquered outer space but not inner space. Learn to make a living but not a life. Added years to our life but not life to our years. We spend too recklessly, drive too fast, laugh too little, anger too quickly, stay up too late. Too tired, read too little, watch too much TV, and praise yourself. If that resonates somewhere within, begin asking, What is my meaning of life? Is my meaning of life that I'm living, is it affirming the ability to experience life fully? See, we would suggest that the wisdom of universal speaks directly to your remarkability. Your remarkability, that's a new word. Remarkability. Consciousness of the Christ within you. The energy that you are. Your divinity is expressed and lived every day. Every day. It is not a question of if this energy expresses. It is only a question of how we are choosing to express it. This is where the necessity of the story of the resurrection becomes of paramount importance to our journey. The life that you are, the energy that you are, it is eternal. It is everlasting. It is only the thoughts, the images, the feelings, the beliefs which make up, which makes up your consciousness, which dissipates from, through the renewing of your mind. You may choose to affirm know, feel, believe, express the energy of your divinity. That is the gift of renewal. That is the gift of the transformation of your consciousness. You know, our affirmation card this week was for that point. And he said, spiritual opening, spiritual awareness, is not a withdrawal to some imagined realm or self." safe cave. It is not a pulling away, but a touching of all the experience of life with wisdom and with a heart of kindness without any separation. So this meaning of life, this purpose, is not about withdrawing from the experiences of life. It is about being centered in the confidence and the knowing that as you come forward to create your experience, you come forward as the full power and force of the universe, you come forward to create something new and wonderful and allow your divinity to be shared and expressed and welcomed by all of life, free of the past. Free of old thoughts and old ways of being. You know, I think it's interesting that, really kind of funny, that I bet if I was to take, had taken an ad out last week, in the paper, and advertised our Easter service, and had the ad read, Sunday service will be conducted by an individual who used to use drugs, was on food stamps, and was very promiscuous in their younger years, we might not get an overwhelming response to that ad, or maybe we would with that promiscuous line Go go either way. However, the truth is, our Sunday service is conducted by someone, me, who incorporated all that stuff once in my life, and I don't regret a minute of it. I don't. I don't. It made me who I am. I don't worry about what people might think. I don't have a pity party every other Thursday of the month. You know why that is? Because I know that's not who I am reality, it wasn't even who I was. It was just something I did a very long time ago. Now, for the record, it was a significant part of what I offered to the universe at that time. It was a part of me that literally had to die in this life in order for me to step into a renewed consciousness of oneness with Source. Now, I could go on and on and on about those days. You know, many of which were quite fun. However, by focusing my consciousness on what was, I would not be able to focus my full attention, my full spiritual authority on what shall be. The energy of the Christ consciousness in this moment. Ever expanding into something new and wonderful. Resurrected is the energy of potential and possibility all out of an energy that no longer serves me. At one point in that journey, I had to be willing. I had to be willing to say, my past doesn't look me. Like my, my previous circumstances are not who I am. And come forward with just consciousness and willingness to allow God to express psalms it is written, I have said ye are gods,' and that all of you are children of the most high. Today's vernacular, what that psalm, that psalm is stating, is you are remarkable. Just put it a little more simple. But are you ready to live that remarkability? I certainly hope so. We certainly hope so. There's nothing in your past, there's nothing in this moment of now that can there is nothing more powerful than you are in this, in this particular of time, and what it boils down to is simply a willingness, a willingness to say, in this moment today, I choose to live. Wait a minute. In this moment today, I choose to allow nothing to stand in my way. You know, we get caught up in the story of the resurrection, and the, the stone is, grown, is rolled away from Jesus walks out. Right? So many people get caught up in how the stone pulled away. It was the hand of God. Jesus spoke his word and the followers moved the, the stone. I don't care. What I know is the stone serves the All obstacles will be removed. Once you begin to be doing your consciousness naturally, nothing will withstand your power. That's the meaning of the stone. As you go about your day, what we ask and what we want you to do is to let go of the stones. Let go. sight sight At this moment holds with. to the joy and grace and the energy that you are. Don't go out and try to demonstrate everything right here and now. Just go and demonstrate it's press. Let that be your aspiration for the Let that be the energy that you offer to the universe, to the presence of God that you are in this moment of now. You know what's going to happen? Your journey will reflect those exact moments. That is the gift of God. So is our lesson. All right, if you would please say the offering affirmation with me, infinite Mind, in as and through me, blesses and multiplies my offering, it does its good and perfect work and returns to me, multiplied abundantly.